0: Welcome to the DGR Podcast. I'm your host, David Gray. Hello guys, David here. I hope you're doing well. I'm just going to do a nice shorty, shorty podcast for you today. Super short. I had a client in earlier and just going to give like a couple of little tidbits from the consultation and hopefully there's something that you can take away from that excuse me um so Klein comes in earlier crossfitter has been doing crossfit for a good few years now strong guy in pretty good shape and says that and I know him like he's in good shape good trainer all this stuff and he said that he's just having so much issues with his front squat his front squat is like the limiting factor for everything and it's because of his wrists so he can back squat no problem he can bench he can do core work he can do all of the different stuff um and then he gets to his front squat and he just can't front squat because of his wrists right so his wrists are the limiting factor which is an issue because it's like i could front squat way heavier if my wrists weren't jacked up and he's tried a lot of things he spent years trying to work on mobility and strength work for the wrists and all that stuff and it just he says like he's just sick of it it hasn't really helped okay so front squat still can't get better so i just in standing up i checked his wrist extension passively and i was actually surprised i was like We have 90 degrees here, no problem really passively, maybe a little bit stiff, but like I'd take that all day long for most people. And most people I see that with wrist issues have much less, less movement than that. So I was like, okay, check it again with like wrist extension and then bend the fingers back um and then no problem there at all like a little bit more mobility there a little bit extra few an extra few degrees easily through the fingers so palmar fascia isn't a problem so like straight away I'm thinking what's going on here this isn't kind of marrying up with what he is telling me and then he I said right show me your front squat so he grabs the barbell, shows me his front squat, and I'm like, ah, I see what's going on here. Uh, so front squat, some of you probably will guess already what's going on. So shows me his front squat, and actually, it's shoulder flexion he's missing. That is the problem, right? So he sets up for his front squat as soon as he, yeah, even just getting into that position is hard for him, and you can actually see that the barbell is resting on his fingers and he can't really put any weight he can't get his elbows up high enough to rest the barbell across that shelf in his shoulders all right so like that that was so obvious when i saw it and no matter how i was trying to explain to him this is this is this is what's going on and no matter how much wrist work you do and have done it's not going to actually improve because uh, well, not that it's not going to improve. Sorry. I didn't say that. I would never say that. Um, but it's, it's, it's not a wrist issue in the first place. It's a lack of shoulder flexion that is the problem in the first place. So, like, at some stage that barbell when you start to go up in the weight in your front squat at some stage that barbell gets too heavy for you to hold on your wrists in that way all right and that that made sense to him so it's like you can keep strengthening keep more more mobility and you've actually probably got all your wrist mobility that you're going to get or or that you need from front squatting the way you're front squatting because that's like a a loaded stretch every time you front squat for your wrists and so lie him down on the table physio table check his shoulder flexion external rotation and he's 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 limited there he doesn't have cleanly 90 degrees of shoulder flexion and i'm um, very limited in external rotation so there are two measures that will usually come together so um so yeah so that basically that's what i explained to him and i said right forget forget about it being a wrist issue you're feeling sore on your wrist because they're just being seriously overloaded so we need to open up your shoulders um so we did, uh, and actually, as a small side note to that, like the I checked his active wrist extension, or he checked his active wrist extension. It wasn't ninety degrees; um, it was a little bit less than ninety degrees. And there's systems and people out there that say your active and passive range should like kind of pretty much marry up. So if you have ninety degrees of passive wrist extension, you should have ninety degrees of active wrist extension, or you should or else you're like at risk of injury maybe, or something like that, I think that's kind of bullshit to be honest, I just don't see, in theory that sounds great, in practice I just don't see that being the case at all, at all, at all, so like, putting a barbell on, or putting a barbell on my wrist, and not having 90 degrees, and then the barbell pushing me into 90 degrees, like, that's gonna happen, going into a push-up position and not maybe having 90 degrees having 85 degrees and then the push-up i'm at 90 degrees because i'm my weight is on my hand on the floor like that's gonna happen I, I think that is strengthening it up i don't i don't see this injury thing or anything like that so um so yeah that's just a, a small aside i don't think your active and passive range has to marry up at all um i think that's kind of a a, a bullshit concept that in theory sounds great in practice not practical at all uh people might argue with me but yeah um so here's roxy running in roxy i'm recording a podcast hang on um so sorry (laughs) um what was i gonna say i've lost my train of thought here here good girl um so yeah anyway so we so shoulder flexion external rotation limited so what do we do we open up his back so the back of his ribs get some air back there he's very flat through his thoracic spine there so we start to open up that that part of his body we started to do like some couple of little wall stride drills uh breathing exercise into his into his um in between his shoulder blades and stuff like that check his front squat again lo and behold he can get his elbows up higher he can get into that position he can rest the barbell on his shoulders a little bit easier and his wrist feel better now we didn't go and check his one RM or anything like that i don't need to i'm not saying that oh this is the answer you've just fixed your problem i'm just saying we actually know what the problem is and this can give us a a bit of an insight into the treatment process going forward so just a small kind of the takeaway lesson there is well, there's two one is like specific to that case which is wrist extension might not be the issue it's actually shoulder flexion and external rotation and then secondly Um, actually get your clients to show you what's going on so even if I didn't have a barbell if I was in a small clinic room no barbell I would still have asked him to show me his front squat position and it still would have shown that yeah here like this is where you're struggling Um, it's actually a shoulder flexion problem and even if I couldn't do that again I would then be able to check passively on the table do you have shoulder flexion do you have wrist extension yes you have wrist extension but no you don't have shoulder flexion you don't have external rotation and yes your, your thoracic spine looks quite flat so I can kind of understand why you might be struggling with that all right so um so yeah get your clients to show you what's going on don't necessarily trust what they're telling you get them to actually show you if it's a if it's a, a guy or a girl and they say when i reach to take a cup out of the press this is where i get the shoulder impingement like show me that reach when i go down to put on my shoes like show me putting on your shoes so i can actually see the mechanics that are involved and um i don't i know pain i know The pain science stuff and i know like movement and pain aren't necessarily married together but show me so that i can actually get a good idea of the mechanics involved and maybe if we can tweak the mechanics maybe it actually is so um so yeah so that's that's kind of the lesson I hope that makes sense. I won't go into our sales pitch. Just sign up for DGR Interactive if you're interested in um, in learning more about movement and getting some videos from me every week. So use the code DGR Podcast for twenty percent off. And apart from that, hope that was helpful. Seven minutes fifty four seconds, I think, and my 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 quickest one yet. So hope that was helpful. I'm out of here.